Welcome to Dr. Dominic New Love Ality's podcast. Dr. Dominic New Love Ality is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of the principles of God's Word. He is the founder and leader of Living Faith Ministries International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ, to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Dr. Dominic Newlovality is worth hearing. Father, we dedicate this machine for your glory and for your praise. We ask that this machine will be used for the glory of God. In Jesus' name. Say amen. 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 It's just wonderful. I I don't know about you, but I'm happy to be alive this morning. Are you happy to be alive? Yes. Come on. I'm not hearing. Are you happy to be alive? Yes. Amen. We are going to continue. Say amen. Amen. Turn your Bibles to Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 44, 45, and 46. Amen. I want to welcome all our audiences from around the world. My name is Bishop Dominic Newlove Alote, the head pastor of Living Faith International Churches, one church in two locations, the city of New York and also the city of Accra. You are welcome. I know you are watching from around the world. All my followers, all my partners, all my sons and daughters from England, from Sweden, from Norway, from um, across continental USA, and also from the Caribbean, Jamaica, Bermuda, Barbuda, and all of you, amen. And then from Ghana and Africa, we welcome all of you. I'm so happy you chose to worship with us this morning, and I can guarantee you that your life will never be the same. Always remember, I say this all the time, your circumstances can never change God's word, but the word of the Lord coming to you will change your life, will change your circumstances, it will change everything about you. Please make sure, make sure that you key in as we move on. Let us hear feedback of of how this ministry is blessing your life. Church, let's all stand together and let's welcome our, uh, our cyber sanctuary, all our members on cyber sanctuary, all our friends. Is this the way you clap for? Thousands of people are watching this morning. Say amen. Okay, let's keep on standing. We'll do this together and then I'll let you sit down. Say amen. The Bible said, and it said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets, in the Psalms concerning me. So now Jesus is telling them, these things that you are reading has been written and prophesied over me from the Psalms, from the book of Moses, um, Exodus, uh, Exodus, um, uh, what Deuteronomy, Leviticus, and, and all that, and all that and all that he said these things has been written about me you must not doubt me at all 
Now, look at the verse 45. The Bible says, And he opened their understanding so that they might understand the scriptures, which means that you can be hearing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again until God opens your understanding. You will never understand what you are hearing and what you are reading. This is the reason why you can sit in church for a long time and there shall be no impact on your life. Why? Because you can be hearing, but unless and until God opens your understanding, God must open your mind. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the revelation you need to understand the word of God because you can never effectively practice anything you don't understand. Am I talking to somebody here? He opened their understanding that they may understand the scriptures. May the Lord open your understanding. Amen. May the Lord open your understanding. Amen. May you understand the word of God today. Amen. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. I'm not a shout a big amen. Amen. Now take your seat. So I'm continuing from last week. What the blessing of God is and what the blessing of God is not. What is the blessing and what is not the blessing? Our memory verse or scripture is Psalm 3 verse number 8. Psalm 3 verse number 8. Somebody who said, why do you teach the blessing, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing so much? Because church, when you remove the word blessing from the Bible, the Bible will be totally empty. When you take the word blessing from the Bible, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be made a curse for us. For curse is every man that hung on the tree. That the blessing, that the blessing. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. When you remove the word blessing from the Bible, the Bible will be totally empty. The first thing God did, the Bible says, he said, let us make man in our image. And then the Bible says, and he made man in our image. Male and female, may he them, and he blessed them, and he blessed them. So now we know that man in his superior state, before man sinned, before there was anything called the blood of Jesus, or the anointing of the Holy Ghost, there was first the blessing. Are you hearing me? Let me you keep the clapping, please. And let me really make you understand some stuff. When you remove the word blessing from the Bible, it will be empty. Number two, the, the, the Old Testament is a covenant of blessings. The New Testament is a covenant of redemption. The reason why Jesus came, because the Old Covenant couldn't bring us into sonship. Okay, now watch this. The old covenant couldn't bring us into sonship. So, the Bible says that we have a better covenant established upon better promises. Why? Because the, the second covenant brought us into sonship. Now you are sons. The spirit of God is living in you. The Bible says that we cry Abba Father because the spirit himself bears witness. I am no more 
a servant of God. I am the son of God. I am a son before I became a servant. In the Old Testament, I, I, I was not a son. I was a servant. This is the reason why the Bible says that, that among all men born, John the Baptist was the greatest. But the least in the kingdom of God is better than John the Baptist. Why? Because the least in the kingdom of God is a child of God. Come on, put your hands together. Is it the way you clap or, you know, like you are joking or do something like you are joking? So watch this. Watch this. No matter how intelligent you are, no matter how educated you are, no matter how supernatural you are, without the blessing of God, you will suffer. Let me say it again. No matter how intelligent, how educated, no matter how sophisticated or aristocratic you are, without the blessing, you will struggle. You will suffer. Because the blessing is supposed to make your life very easy. And Adam could not operate. God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and have dominion over the earth and subdue the earth. Say amen. Are, are, you, are you understanding the foundation? Wonderful. So the Bible said, salvation belonged unto the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. So let's all stand, put your hand on your head and say your blessing is upon me. Your blessing is upon me. I'm not hearing you. Okay, let's 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 say it again. Say your blessing. Your blessing is upon me. It's upon me. I'm not here. Come on, say it again. Say your blessing. Your blessing is upon me. It's upon me. Go to three, four people and tell them the blessing is over my life. Come on, go to three and four people. Come, come here. Come here so I can look at your faces. Come here. Sit down. Come, my sons, my son, my daughters, come here. Oh, okay. So let's go to our second. Second foundational scripture that is Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. And then you're going to put the definition of the blessing again on the board. Am I okay with you? Okay. Now, watch this. He said, The blessing of the Lord. Now, I love this because it, it, it gives us commerce. I'll talk about the commerce and all those things later on. When you read the Hebrew, the Hebrew text of the scriptures, there is no commerce or dot. It's just a free flow. Okay, now watch this. He said, the blessing of the Lord ate. So therefore we understand. Now look at it. It maketh rich. So now you and I can agree that the blessing itself is not riches. Are you hearing me? So if the blessing is not riches, then what it is? Because its riches are the blessing, then a lot of people who are doing evil things to get money are blessed. A lot of people. This young man, this young man can, he's your friend. So intelligent, satanically. You know, Satan can give you wisdom, but it's satanic wisdom. We'll talk about that another time. And he will work with you, use your name in Ghana here. 
use your name in Ghana here and get a loan from the bank. Put your signature on it and take $500,000 from the bank in your name. Build houses only for you to, the, the government to come to you and start harassing you for money you didn't get. Now, that man has money. He has houses, but that is not the blessing. Are you hearing me? So if you are not very careful, you are going to look at people that have stuff and you are going to be envious of them. As a matter of fact, in the book of Psalms, this man called Asaph had the same problem. He saw the, 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 the blessing of the ungodly and he almost committed suicide. He saw the wealth. He saw the money and the properties of the ungodly and he almost lost his mind because he did not understand how ungodly people can have so much. Then he said, until I went into the house of the Lord, then I understood their end. Anything that God doesn't give you, Satan will fight you for it. The man I'm talking about right now is fighting for his life so he doesn't go to jail for 30 years. They have taken everything that he had in Accra and in Ghana and still he, could, he has not been able to pay everything off. Why? The, the, the blessing of God is not things. So I taught you last week that anytime you use things as blessing, then you are going to be attached to things. Why? Because you are, it is things that defines your wealth. But your car and your house and your possession doesn't define who you are. Think, think. It make it rich. So we also know that the blessing of God must manifest and make you rich. You can never just have the blessing without the manifestation of riches. It's impossible. Then last week we, re we realized that you can have the promise without the blessing. All of us sitting here, we have promises. I mean, some of you, if the prophecies that have been spoken about you, even if one is to come to pass, you, just one prophecy. They told you you'll be a millionaire. Come on here, don't look at my face. They say you'll be a millionaire. They say you have this. They say you'll do this. They said you'll go here. They, uh, it's, it's prophetic promises, but none of them has come to pass. You have promises in the word of God, but none of those promises have come to pass. Just because God promised you doesn't mean that it will come to pass. Are, are, are you getting me? Come on, are you getting me? Should I push a little bit? Okay, so if the blessing is not things, then what is the blessing? I'll give you another scripture, but let's look at the definition first. Give me the definition. This is coming from Bishop Dominic Alotte's black book of definitions. The power to define is the power to determine destiny. <sighs> Taking my time, if education can make us wealthy or intelligence or just hard work or certification, like me, I'll be the poorest man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. 
And I said to you last week, I'll prefer to be a janitor with a blessing than to be a doctor without a blessing. But I'll prefer better to be a doctor with a blessing than to be a janitor with a blessing. What is the blessing? See, I'm taking my time because I want you to get this. What is the blessing? The blessing is a spiritual momentum. Okay? Momentum fixes. Momentum is a force. Every force have another force that can cut it. We have the force of gravity. Come on. Are you hearing me? Oh my God, you are too quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. L let me tell you something. God is the greatest scientist you ever know. You don't know that? You don't know God is a scientist? He's a geologist. He's a chemist. Jesus is a chemist. The only one who can turn water to wine. Chemistry. The only one who has the power to walk on water. Broke the law of gravity. Every momentum has another momentum greater than it. So the momentum we talk about here is irresistible. There is no other momentum that can fight the blessing. Oh my God. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. So we have the law of gravity. Until we understood the law of lift. Okay. We depended on the law of gravity. So man could only travel, you know, uh, uh, through walking and horses and all that until we, uh, we, we discovered the law of what they call flotation. Once they discovered the law of flotation, then they realized that you can put some, normally and naturally, if you put anything on water, it will sink. Come on here. But they discovered a law that taught them that you can make the thing in a certain way that it doesn't matter how heavy it is, it will be on the sea and still move. They discovered that law and used that law to advance human beings. So we started traveling by ship. Then they started understanding the law of flight, the law of flight. So then they said, oh, if birds can fly, Something is making the bed to fly. So let's find out the law that sustains the bed in the air. They discovered the law, which is called the law of flight or the law of aerodynamics. And then they started building aeroplanes to now they can build spacecraft that can go over 400 million miles from the earth, travel over how many months through the space into mass because they discovered the law. Listen, prosperity and God's blessing doesn't just respond to prayer. It responds to laws. We're going to find out later on. Come on, put your hands together. Put your See, that is why I tell you, I am not, God did not bring me here to do what the other church is doing across the street. Okay? Because in most of these churches, the only thing they do is prayer. But me, I'm here to develop you and make you a better person. 
There is no way you can sit under this grace of God and remain poor. Okay. So let's do the study. He said, so this me, the blessing is a, is a, is a moving, it's a spiritual momentum. What is a spiritual momentum? A spiritual momentum is an irresistible force that is released in the earth as a result of man's obedience, which attract an ever-increasing participation of both spiritual and natural assistance. I'm going to see that. I'll give you a case study before I leave here. So you understand this principle very well. Okay? So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a movement. It's irresistible movement. It's, it's a movement that no curse can stop. It's a movement that no demon can stop. It's a movement that no man can block. It's a movement that Satan himself cannot stop. Am I talking to somebody here? So the other day we read, Balaam said, how can I a people that God has blessed because there is a movement an irresistible force working on these people I cannot curse them because what God has placed upon them can never be reversed may I declare over somebody today that what God has put upon you can never be reversed take your seat take your seat the key word here one of the key words here is the word obedience. Obedience makes your life very easy. Disobedience makes your life very complex. You will never know the consequences of your disobedience and the rewards of your, uh, uh, your the consequences of your disobedience and the rewards of your obedience until you have acted. Let me say it again. You will never know what will happen when you disobey. And you will never know what will happen when you obey until you have done what? Acted. Oh, oh Jesus. Lift up your right hand and shout, I am blessed. Say it again. I'm not hearing. Shout it. Shout it, shout it I'm blessed. Put your hand on your head and shout, I am blessed. I'm not here. Come on, shout, I'm blessed. So, this spiritual momentum, okay, released from heaven, you know, attracts both spiritual and physical assistance. So it is, it is pulling assistance from heaven and then it is forcing man, including those who don't like you, to help you. They have no choice because there is an irresistible force that is forcing them to help you. They are fighting your cause without you knowing they are fighting your cause. They are pleading for you to get a contract without you knowing that somebody is pleading for you. Why? Because there is an magadusha. There is an irresistible force over your life. We were coming to church and then they, they called me on the phone and then they said, the container, I already paid almost 40,000 Ghana cities to take from the harbor. I need to pay another 
18,000. I said, no, I ain't going to pay that. I ain't going to pay it. I won't pay it. I will not pay it. Come on, say amen. Somebody maneuvered to the top. Without my knowledge, they just called me that the container is coming. Look at, look at the way you are clapping. Somebody will maneuver for you in 2022. Somebody, I decree by the word of the Lord that somebody will maneuver, will maneuver to bring you to the top. I see you coming to the top. My God, am I talking to a believer here? Lift up your voice and shout a big amen. Hear me, your business will prosper. Your work will prosper. Yes. Everything you thought in 2022, I decree by the end of the year, you will have a lot of testimonies to share Jesus. for the glory of God. Amen. Come on, shout a big amen. Amen. So take your seat. Mama, you are welcome. That's my mother. Papa, you are welcome. Give them a clap offering. Okay. Okay, so watch this. Let's go to, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. I'm trying to explain to you what the blessing is. Are you getting me so far? Okay. Every river have a source. You may not know the source, but you are drinking the water. And most of the time, the sources of the river is hidden. Are, are you hearing me? You will see some big rivers, but the source of the river is coming from some mountain. You don't see the source. It is a dangerous thing to depend on the river without the source because the river can dry up. The source can just cut off and yet the source will still be there but because you are believing in the resources instead of the source the, the source will say well since you don't want to acknowledge me as the source of your river I will cut it off everything I'm teaching we can find it in the word of God my assignment, listen, listen, listen. The reason why Ghana and Africa is the way it is, because we are very mysterious. Everything must be magical. So when somebody dies, we don't even want to bury the person without going to do a busa first, because we always believe that somebody is responsible for your downfall. That is not what I'm here to do. I, I'm here to tell you, I, I don't disagree that there are devils. And I don't disagree that there are demons. I don't disagree that Satan is in the earth causing havoc. But what I disagree with is that Satan cannot dominate me. Come on, put your hands together. Okay. He said, thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So from this scripture, we can also understand 
that the wealth is not the power. Okay? He gives you the power to get. So, it is wrong for you to depend on the wealth disconnected from the power that gives you the wealth. And then you realize that he's giving you power to get wealth because he has an agenda. He has a plan. There is something that he wants to do. Okay? There is something he wants to establish his covenant. Number three, the blessing is a heavenly treasure. A heavenly treasure. Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. Are you with me? Okay. Let's all read together. Let's read. Let's read. One go. Oh, are you reading or you are doing so? Let's read. Come on, let's go. The Lord shall do what? Open unto you his good treasure. What is a treasure? A treasure is a, is a, is like um, a reservoir of wealth. At Ghana, we don't have treasury secretary. In America, we have treasury secretary. Okay? When we talk about treasure, it means that you have too much. So you have kept some in treasury. If you, know, if you are owing money, like Ghana is owing money, how do you have a treasury secretary? Um, I need a car. How do you open a savings account if your checking is always red? Treasure means you have something to treasure. And most developed nations around the world have treasuries and the treasuries are in like gold and diamonds and, and uh, what is not physical cash because physical cash is just paper it can devalue any time so the bible said God has a treasure the treasure of God is unlimited treasure. Unlimited treasure. That's why Paul can say, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches. And I think I've said this here before. When I was um, uh, uh, arguing in my mind about what I would do, how, where will I do ministry? People have gone ahead of me. How will I get a place to even have a church? What will I do? I mean, everybody, I look at the names that have gone ahead of me. And then in the night, God took me to a riverside. In the riverside, I was carrying a bucket. I stepped into the river. As I heard the voice, I scooped the water, in, uh, the, 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 the bucket into the water, and I lifted the bucket. I carried it on my head. I stepped out of the river. And then the voice said to me, now turn around and show me where you scoop the water from. Then I said, ah, but as I scooped the water, ah, as the bucket was coming out, the place was covered. Then the Lord said to me, that is how my treasure is. Give God a clap offering. Okay? That's how my treasure is. It is not the will of God for any child of God to be poor. It is, you can never carry a blessing and be poor. 
Poverty is a choice. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 15. Verse number 4. Verse 5. And verse number 6. Let's go. Give me the New King James Version. Give me the New King James Version. The New King James Version. Now, look at it. He said, accept when there may be when there may be no poor among you. Poverty is the cause of all the trouble we, we have in the world. Don't look at my face like that. Especially Ghana here. Poverty is the cause of a lot of deaths. A lot of unnecessary death. If, if you want me to make you understand, if you go to Kolebu and you don't have money, you will die. I didn't know that there is another place where people, I mean, you, they, you, you pay, they, they, how much is this? How, how much, how, Kofi, how much is that on a daily basis? Huh? Thousand, thousand Ghana. You, and then you have your own, like a flat. And yet you are sick personal. But if you are paid 1,000 Ghana a day, and you are in Kolebu for, for 20 days, that is 20,000 Ghana. And 20,000 Ghana is somebody's annual income in Ghana. Don't look at me and, and, and those of you who have been deceived to believe that poverty is a good thing. That poor people go to heaven first. You heard Dr. Frank yesterday. Huh? He said, we stop using, uh, uh, what do we call it? Uh, screens. That's what we, we are doing in New York. We are removing all the screens. And it's going to be, what, uh, LED. Not the big one they put here, no. From war to war. And that is $200,000. If you are, if the church is broke, you can't do that. I am not worried where you are right now financially. I'm not worried. Because I know by the grace of God, you will never remain there. Come on, give God a clap offering. Don't look at my face like that. I see businessmen. I see businesswomen. I see wealthy men. I see contractors. Am I talking to somebody here? I see entrepreneurs. My God, am I talking to a believer here? God did not, God did not bring me here to take advantage of you. I am here to develop you and make you a better person. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. I want you to watch this one. Re follow me. He said, except that is, I am not expecting any poor person among you. Now, where are the English people? Huh? Pastor Deborah, is that, is that not what he's saying? Except there must be no poor person. When that is, there must come a time that there must be no poor person in you, among you. Why? He said, 
because the Lord will greatly bless you in the land, which means that the blessing of God ensures that you can be poor. If you, if you even get this one and I close, it's okay. It doesn't add sorrow. And I'm trying to teach you that just because you have things doesn't mean that you are blessed. Your car, your house, is, is, it, can be, it, it, it can be from Satan. You are a thief. You are using several different means of robbing the system to get what you have. Say amen. Oh my God. There's a scripture that says that the rich ruleth over the poor. Nobody will rule over me. And a borrower is always a servant to the lender. I have in the name of Jesus. Me, I will never be, I will never borrow. Because I refuse to be a servant to anybody, any bank. Come on, put your hands together. Oh, I'm not hearing you. Come on, put your hands together. I'm, I'm teaching you certain principles. So you remember, the, the blessing is a spiritual momentum. Now, one of the reasons why the momentum ceases is when you stop whatever you are doing. The overflow is disconnected. So when you, when you look at the woman in 2 Kings chapter 4, he said, Eli Elisha said, go and borrow more vessels. And then she brought the vessels. He said, what do you have? He said, oil. He said, I want you to pour in the container. And the woman started pouring. You know that, you know that as long as the woman was pouring oil in the container, there was always, always oil in a the, in the, in the jar until the woman stopped. Then it's, the, the day you stop, that's the day the, the source cuts off. God wants to bless you so that, so that you, you can leave something for your children's children. When you die, if Jesus tarries and your son and your daughters, they are crying. They are not crying because of the death you left for them. They are crying because you left something for them and they are thinking about how to share it. Come on, put your hands together. Are, are, you, are you with me so far? So watch this. He said, there must be no poor person among you because the, the, because the Lord shall, shall greatly, shall greatly bless you in the language the Lord thy God given it for an inheritance to possess in the land. So me, I can live in Ghana and prosper. I, people are in Ghana and they are, I know people, my son here, Kofi, I, I call him a brantier. Kofi a brantier. Kofi a brantier have American passport. He went to school in America. His wife was working with, I think, Citibank. Why are they in Ghana? You, you are fighting for a visa. He has American passport and he refuses to go and leave. Why? Because Ghana, he has come to understand. There was a time that this boy here, they used to play shabu shabu. He didn't understand the blessing and he was in church. So he come and play and then they will give him $40. As he finished playing, like the way you are finished, 
he will not hear the message. He's going to another church. Go and play there. Then, they will, then he will go to the third church. Then he will go to the fourth church. Then he will come back to come and collect the money. This boy here sitting here. This is my son here. This is my son here. He, he, and you know what he will do? He will bring his own drums when you are having programs. Because he will tell you your drum is not good. So when he play today, he play tomorrow. And you don't pay him. The third day, he will wait till you are having worship. Then he will start removing everything. Give God a clap offering. You see, this is the reason why I tell people all the time that musicians in church always remain poor. Watch it. Those who play music in most churches, because as for them, they don't come to worship. So there are certain churches that the musician is outside when we are preaching. It is when the preaching is over, they come and sit there and play the thing because to them, they didn't come to hear the word of God. I have some in my church too, and he knows them. It doesn't matter what you do. I have known them for 20 something years. They are still living in the basement. How can you hear me? So your mind is money. Everything is money. Everything is money. Because to you, money is what you crave for. Not a blessing. I asked the person who came to work for me. I said, look at how you are charging me. I look at him. I said, okay. You want, you, do you want blessing or you want money? I said, I said, choose one. Then he's standing there. I said, I don't have time. Oh. Talk to me. I said, do you want blessing or you want money? Then he said, I want both. I said, it doesn't work. Can I have a man? Are you following me so far? Are you here so far? Now let's finish with these scriptures. Then I'll give you three principles that must govern your life. Three factors in the process of manifesting the blessing. You can't hear me. You cannot. And remain the way you are. You can't. It's impossible. My brother couldn't believe yesterday what he sees on this compound. I said, you didn't even see the office. The office complex is almost done. From Monday, they're going to fix the glass. I want to make sure that in two weeks, when I walk out of here, our office will be functioning. I'm, I'm the pastor of the church. Come on, put your hands together. We have workers that we are paying. Yeah. Now watch this. He said... He will give you an inheritance to possess. Oh, I wish, I wish I have time to talk about this. Let me tell you something. If you are living on earth without inheritance, you are most miserable person. Inheritance. You don't have inheritance. We suffered because our fathers left us nothing. Me, when my father died, at Osude, I went to, I went to my father's room. When he died, then they called me. My father was in a, a, a boy's room. What do you call it here? Single room. Sleeping on a tata. With a box iron. By his bedside. The only inheritance my father left me was a box iron. Your story will change. I'm not hearing. I say your story will change. I'm, I'm, am I talking here by myself? I say your story will change. Come on, lift up your voice and shout a big Amen. I say your story will change. 
in your generation, you have more than enough to live for your children and for your children's children and for your grandchildren. Come on, shout a big amen. Amen. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I have, I have told, I have told the, 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 the men that married my daughters, I said, I have, I'm opening a special fund for all my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren who want to go to school. I said, you don't have to worry about, about my grandchildren. They want to go to Harvard, the funds are there. When I go to be with the Lord, I don't want my children to suffer. A good man, a good man. The Bible didn't say a prayerful man. He said a good man lived an inheritance to his children's children. This is a prayerful man. Give me the verse 5 and verse 6. And let me give you these three factors. And let's close. He said, only if thou be careful to hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments, which I commanded this day. Verse 6. He said, for the Lord thy God blessed thee. The word blessed thee is a present continuous tense. That is, that is every day. You know, we sang the song, I am blessed, I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning and I lay my head to rest, I am blessed, I am blessed. I, every day, every day, my going in, my coming out, Demons are afraid. Witches are afraid. Forces of darkness cannot resist the irresistible momentum. The mayor of our city, Mount Venom, we were in our parking lot there last year and we're finishing the parking lot to get the permit across the street, Mama. We bought, we bought the land across the street. We pulled all the buildings down and I made extra parking lot for the church. So the mayor got out of his car and then he came to the parking lot. He said, Bishop. I said, yes, sir. How are you? I said, I said, honorable, I'm very well. He said, how do you build when churches are closing down? I said, because the church is not my source. Are you clapping or you are like you are doing something? That is not my source. I have a treasury, a heavenly treasury, where I tap everything I need from. I understand how God's economic system works. I know how the banking rules in heaven works. Jesus said, lay up your treasure here in heaven, not on earth. Uh, so if there is a treasure in heaven, it means that there is a bank. I'm trying to shift you from a place of dependency and beggary mentality. Every day you are begging for stuff. I want to move you from the place of every day trying to mystify why you are poor and blame your grandmother for it. Now watch this. For the Lord thy God blessed thee as he promised you, okay, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow, and thou shalt reign over many nations, but they shall never reign over you. If this scripture is not right, then John 3.16 is not also right. 
I am, I am not created for people to dominate me. Poverty is the cause of a lot of divorces, premature deaths. It's not Satan, no, it's poverty. Am I talking to somebody here? Now, now watch this one. And then let's go to the next, my three points, and let's close for today. Let's close for today. Let me go home and eat my fufu and abenkwai. Verse 7. Now, I want you to read this scripture with me. And tell me what you see here that is wrong. Let's read it together. One go. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, now watch this. He said, if there be poor among you, If there be among you a poor man of all thy brethren within your gates. That is, <laughs> some of your brothers. Tell, tell your neighbor, say neighbor, that is not me. He said, if among your brothers, all of you have blessed you. All of you are covenant people. All of you are carrying promises. But some of you will be poor. It is not my making. Okay, the, the rich and the poor met together. The Lord is the maker of them both. God didn't make somebody poor and God didn't make somebody rich. People chose to be where they are. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? I'm not here. Are you getting me? Are you here? Come on, say, I am here. Now, so watch this. He said, if there is, the word if, English people here, is a conditional clause. Conditional means I am not expecting any of you to be poor. But if in case there is. Ah, help me, English people. Don't I have some English teachers here? Professors. Where, where is your husband? The English professors. Talk to me. Is that, is that not what I'm talking about? Is if, if is what? Is it not a conditional clause? That is, it, it, it's not a guarantee. But in case there is. People are poor because their minds are poor. You are poor mentally before you become poor in your pocket. Let me put that somewhere. I'll come back to it. Out of this scripture, Jesus brought that, that word. The poor you always have among you. Because Jesus knows that some of us, it doesn't matter what we do to you, you'll be poor. Okay, three factors. Factor number one, you must... You must do something with your hands. This is the reason why this church would not be open on a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning and gather you to come and pray. Or a Friday, every Friday morning when you have to go and work. Work, you can't substitute prayer for work. Work is not a castle. God told Adam, I am putting you in the garden to work the garden and to keep it. Number two, Eve was not brought into Adam until Adam started working. Your problem is you are looking for a wife, but you don't want to work. Deuteronomy chapter, let's go to Deuteronomy again, chapter 28. Am I helping somebody? I'm, I'm not here. I say, am I helping somebody? Factor number one. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 12. Factor number one, you must work. Your juma and your curse. Work is not a curse. Work. The Bible 
says, whatever your hands find it to do, we are too lazy. Ghana, we are spiritually active, but we are mentally lazy. We have, we have mental lazy people in Ghana. I told a young man who is asking me for money. I said, look at you, a young man like you. I said, me, I work like crazy. You, you don't want to work. Don't want to work. Ghana. I am a full-time. Who in the office? Who sorry, I'm not power. Who could have briefcase? Then you are going to members, businesses, and, and offices, and their shops, worrying them. Me a full-time. We are then time. We are then time. We are then time. We are then full-time. What office were you? could have 50 members. We are full-time. What could fall back to us? We are you are looking for a job. Why? We're going to find out the, 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 some of the manifestations of the, the blessing of God. It gives you creative mindset. Where you are able to create a job for yourself. Stop looking for job outside and ask God, your blessing is upon me. Can you, can you give me an idea? Give God a clap offering. I know some of you will never like me, but it's okay. Because I'm knocking down your theologies. Listen, anybody who tells you that Onyami Bema will prosper is a lie. God will give you what you need to do. And then you activating God's word is what triggers the prosperity. Look at the scripture. He said, the Lord shall open unto you his good treasure, the heaven, to give you rain in, the, in thy land, in the season. Which, now, I, I, I don't have time to talk about this, but rain stands for blessing. Dew stands for favor. When you read the Bible, we have do these two things that comes from heaven. One is rain, one is dew. Dew is every day. Blessing is seasonal. See, they have not been rain. Why? Because it's hamatan. It's a season. Soon, the heavens will be open and rain will start coming. So, the fact that you are not making it right now doesn't mean that your time is not coming. Now, watch this. Until the blessing comes upon you, God will sustain you with favor. Dew is every day. Every morning, dew comes. But the rain is, is, is seasonal. And God said, watch this. I will open the good treasure. Jesus spoke about this good treasure. Paul spoke about good treasure. On Wednesday night, I spoke about this good treasure. Where he calls it the riches of his glory. The riches. You, you read the Bible and, and Paul is always talking about the riches of my glory. The riches of his glory. The riches of the glory of God is what we call the the treasure of heaven, the, the undepletable treasure. It's not money because God doesn't spend money in heaven. It's a blessing. It's a spiritual momentum. Am I okay with you? Okay. So factor number one, I must work. Watch this. And he will bless all the work of thy hand. So 
if you do nothing, nothing times 100 is nothing. Watch this. He said, and he will bless all. Everybody say all. It means that God can give you what we call streams of income. Streams of income. Or so I am a farmer. Okay. Then I'm going to plant palm trees. Acres. Then piggery. Then I am in real estate. Then I am a preacher. Okay. So I have streams of income. So when one stream is drying up, another stream is working. So you see a nurse in the U.S. selling bags. He's selling pomade. He's selling this. Okay, so he has, she has developed another stream of income. Plus his nursing job. Then he has another job. So he has about four, five streams of income. And God said, let me tell you. Everybody listen to me. There is two, two things you need to understand. There is a difference between salary and income. The reason why Ghana is poor, because we depend on salary. When you are giving people salary, they don't even work. Because they know that at the end, at the end of the month, you pay them whether they work or they don't work. That's salary. Income is incoming. When we say income, salary, I want you to hear me. Salary is from, it's, a, it's an old demonic Babylonish system of economy that places man at the mercy of other people. How much salary can I make to build? Last week, when you came, the event center has no blocks. You came this week, Sunday, and the whole place is lifted up, okay? And next week, we are going to start flooring it. It's two stories up. The second story is, has a gallery. That's a, another hall by itself, big with a big gallery. So that if you come and you have small uh, people, you occupy the down. If you have a lot of people, you go to the top. It's not free. That's another residual income I am opening for the church. Give God a clap. Then we are building the school. You see the school? We are finished with the first block. They have started doing the second block. In the next academic year, it's a full school. It's a full international school accredited from the United States of America. Come on, put your hands together. I don't get myself involved in things and the thing doesn't work. I cannot take you to a place I haven't gone myself. I refuse to be the teacher who teaches other people to become doctors and I remain a teacher. Think. So, he said, I will bless the work of thy hands and because of that, you shall be a lender. You have too much to lend. You can never replace hard work for anything. Let me say it again. Woman, work. Man, work. 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 I hate these pastors that run around Ghana here talking about their full-time ministers and they don't want to work. Walk or fall back to us. Now say no. So can we jive no more be papa be worried no no? Huh? 
akofor ba untimi mo ne huka ese so bo ba ne huka and for you to bo ba ne huka no you must work come on put your hands together dada meboa come on put your hands together don't look at me like that and, and some of you women, you are so desperate to get married that any dumb truck that come your way, you follow. You bring a woman to me, a man to me. You bring a man to me, you want to marry. First, I look at the appearance of the man first. Don't bring crazy people with crazy hairstyle into my house. Don't bring crazy people whose pants are hugging here. Let me tell you. You are going to get married eh, to, any dumb, to any dumb truck. And then you are going to find out that you should have even remained single and waited for the right person than to give your life to this dumb truck who doesn't want to work. Number two. Yeah. Yesterday I was angry with some of my sons. I was angry with them because, because me, I work very hard. Work, I work home. I work. I don't play with my work. There is one thing. Abrantia will tell you. There is one thing. If you start playing with me about my work, I'll kill you. I don't play with work. My, my grandmother taught me how to work. My grandmother. Listen, we didn't come to do pastor work because we have no work to do. Look at me, intelligent man like me. Standing here. I didn't come to do this work because I didn't have anything to do. If this is a call. Point number two, Yonko. Understand biblical principles. Understand biblical, you must understand. The word of God, there are principles in the word of God that you must discover to govern your own life. You can never replace principle living. With prayer, prayer is important. Your bumpire, I swear, your bumpire, your bumpire, pa, your bumpire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last week, I was praying for uh, on the internet with my partners for one week, healing streams. Yeah, the bumpire, pa. The problem with Ghana is that we have we have mortgaged all our life to prayer, and we have stopped living principally. We don't, we don't allow principles to govern what we do. Psalm 1, verse 2 and 3. I will bless the work of your hands. So, so watch this. It is not what the work is the blessing. It's not the work. If I am selling Gary and God blesses the Gary, I'll become a millionaire. I'm going through Koforidua and then I see this beautiful house in front of the house. They have written, they have drawn a fish. And on top of the fish, they have written, That is, the owner of the house was a fish seller. So how do you sell fish and build this kind of a house? Because when the blessing is over the work of your hands, it doesn't matter what you sell. The problem is that you don't want to do anything. But Jumaye, listen. If you have nothing to do, volunteer. Volunteer your time. Meba, Matisa, Oya real estate. Okay, go to him. Say, Papa, Mr. Intriamika, 
me person me best swa cement ni bi wo de fa me 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 emma miska bia just give me some work bibi bia met me aye bia anako evo evo or a carpenter look for somebody I want to just anything you can find for me to do, just volunteer your time. Because hear me, hear me, Bishop Alote. You must put yourself in the marketplace where you can be discovered. You must put yourself in the marketplace where you'll be discovered. If you are sleeping in your house, nobody will discover you. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Also for me, may ye be biashe me man, me rene me ma. Joshua called me, me ba Joshua, called me yesterday. He said, he said, he said, he said, daddy, he calls me general. He said, general, he said, you are, a, you are my role model. I want to be like you. I want to work like you. I, want, I like the way you work. Yesterday, he said, I want to work like you. And I want to live well. I, when I get married, I want to take care of my wife and my children. Like the way you take care of us. My son Joshua, 22 years. Laziness in Ghana. And what does And you know what, what worries me? The vampire in hours and record the hours as if you praying for five, ten hours means something. See, and then me boy, you me boy five hours. Now, yeah, then what was the results? Who person tell me say, who join me and him for five hours? And the BBNC. I'm trying to put something inside you. Do something. Go to the marketplace. Put yourself. What can I do here? Give me, Bishop, Mama, me bibinya. I want to volunteer. Then I'll tell you. Go to uh, Gideon. Gideon, he want to do something. Yeah, yeah. twin blocks nuko outside. And just, just. And when I come to see you, what? And I'll give you an example. I, I see this gentleman every time I'll come here. He's cleaning the place. It's not because he, he's an electrical engineer. Every day he's cleaning. He's he's cleaning the glass. He's removing this. I look at him. I say, you know something? This man here. It's a chief deacon. He's the first person I'm going to pray for today. And ordain him as a chief deacon in this church. Why? Because I saw what he was doing. And then I decided to reward him. Listen to me. You are not rewarded for being lazy. You are rewarded for the solutions you, you solve. The solutions you bring in people's life. Your reward is in solutions. So if you don't create solutions for anybody, you will not be rewarded. So he said, he said his law, his, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, the word of God, he meditates. This man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. His leaves shall not wither whatsoever he doeth. Now, the best of my scriptures. Let's go to that right now. The best of my scriptures. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This is what changed my life. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Watch this. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you must meditate day and night that thou mayest observe and to do according to all that is written therein. So in the word of God, 
there are principles that governs different things. I must discover the principles that are set. Let everybody listen to me. Uh, let me tell you this. Every, by every university in the world was started as a Bible school. Harvard, Yale, Cambridge, Oxford, and all these distinguished universities. They, it was a place where they went to study theology. It was in the study of the principles of God that they developed it to cover other disciplines. It tells you that the word of God carries biblical principles that governs man's existence on earth. You know what our problem is? The typical Ghanaian and African doesn't want to learn anything. We want everything magical, mysterious, mystery. Bibliya mysterious. That's why we have this prophet destroying the land. Let me tell you something. And I said it and I'll say it over and over. I'm not saying all the prophets who, but most of these prophets are diviners. There is a thin line between divination and prophecy. Very thin. That's what divination does. You don't want to do anything. You always want to find the reason why you are poor. Come to me, I'll tell you the reason why you are poor. You are excited because the prophet called you. What's your name? Huh? Prince. Yes. I see when your mother gave birth to you. I mean, why even are you going to all those things, wasting my time? You know my name is Prince, so, so just say it. And I saw that they knew that you are going to be a king and you are going to be a prince. So they name you Prince. Is your name Prince? Yeah, then the whole thing. Hey! If you don't know your, your name, go and ask your mother. So in the night, everybody will show up. Hey, Prophet Nwabiyo, Otimitro. Learn the word of God. Study the word of God. In, there are principles in the word of God that governs your human existence. The word of God is the oak of God planted in the forest of eternity and twining its root around the rock of ages. Number three. This one, I have to take it one after the other. Principle living. You know that when you live by principles for a while, it becomes part of your life. You know that. If you live, when you allow a principle to govern your life, it becomes part of your life. You don't have to worry anymore because automatic, your, your mind shifts into what we call auto. It just starts working. Principle living. Everybody say principle living. I'm not here. Say it again. Say principle living. If I ask you right now, what principle governs your life? You can't tell me. You don't have any principle that governs your life, okay? So you live haphazardly. Your, your house is unkept. You don't clean your room. Huh? You don't shower in the night. Because it's not part of your life. It is not in your DNA. It's not in your, you cannot do something that, it's not governing you. What is governing you? Okay, the last one. Understand God's economic principles. I'm ending with this. You're too much. You're too much. Too much. 
So we say Ghana yendri. We don't think because the reason why we don't think because we are not governed by principles. Anybody who is not governed by principles doesn't think. So we are not thinkers. So who should be doing? Say, hey, who You can never stop thinking. Oh, understand the difference between thinking and stressing and worry. There is a big difference between worry and thinking. You must think because creative ideas come as a result of a thinking mind. You must think to produce results or ideas. How to fix this? How to how to turn this around? How, all comes because oh dream. God is a thinker. God is a thinker. You know what they tell us? They tell us that 98% of the wealth resources are controlled by thinkers. Controlled by thinkers. Too much. Okay. Mark chapter 4, verse 26. That's my last scripture. Think, think, think. Think on these things. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any praise, if there is any virtue, think on these things. Let this mind be in you, who, which was also in Christ. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. As if a man will cast seed into the ground. So he's trying to explain to you how the kingdom of God works. God's economic system. God has economic system. The blessing will be upon my life until I discover how the principles of God works. Tithing is a principle. I told you it's not for church. God's portion in your inheritance. You need to understand that. It's God's portion in your own inheritance. I need to understand these principles. Can I have Amen. Can I have amen? Now he said, so is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast seed into the ground. Everything that comes to you comes in a seed form. Everything is in a seed form. Okay? If you don't understand the principle of seed and harvest, hear me, God doesn't give you a harvest. God gives you a seed. And then you determine your harvest. So he said that the kingdom of God is like as if a man will cast seed into the ground. Yes, verse 27. Verse 27. And should sleep and rise night and day. And the seed springs up and grow. And you know it not how. You don't know. When you start sowing your seed, okay, you plug into God's economic system. You are giving your offering. You are sowing your seed. You are uh, paying your tithe. You are paying your first fruits. You are doing all these things. You see, you don't see. It is just like putting your seed in the ground. You don't see. So most of us, we can't understand that. Now, uh, and I'll show you why. Okay. And three days. Oh, sorry, no No, a confess. fifty frustrated. Ah, one day. 
You see, that is what you do. You are planting your seed, but you don't understand that when you commit your seed into the ground, you have lost control over it. There is another process that is working your seed in an atmosphere you have no control over. You don't see what is happening. It's in the ground. You think nothing is working, but there are processes going through your seed, your offering, your tithe, your first fruits that you don't see. God bless you. Put your hands together. If you watch me today, I want to bless God for you. My name is Bishop Dominicalote. All around the world, those of you who are watching us, amen. I want to tell you that you can never remain the same after you hear this word. I'm so glad. Please, let me know how this message has blessed you by going into the comment com column, amen. Or you can contact me at lfmic at aol.com and there's a place you can leave a message behind. Let me know. And let me know where you are watching from and how this ministry is being a blessing to you. I want you to know we love you. Please, we're going to take our offering and our tithe. I want you to be part of it and see the blessing of God over your life. In Jesus' name, I love you. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. Can somebody put your hands together? Let's stand together. Lift up your hand, everybody. Just two minutes worship. Let me invoke the blessing of God over your life. Just two minutes worship. Lift up your hand. Father, we bless you. Worship is yours. Praise is yours. Adoration is yours. I lift my hand. Invoking your blessing upon your people. Do us well. Prosper what we do. Establish our going. I've heard your word today. I pray that your word will take root in my life. In the name of Jesus. Say after me. Say Lord Jesus. I heard your word. I'm praying right now. I'm praying right that, now. Your blessing that your blessing will continually remain over my life in the name of Jesus let them come manifestations come on let me hear you say let them come manifestations of your blessing over my life in the name of Jesus now lift up your voice and let's praise let's praise let's worship let's thank him let's worship him
your life. Every day of your life shall be better than the day before. What is called calamity and misfortune and disaster shall never be your portion. Sicknesses, accidents shall never be your portion. In the name of Jesus, I speak the blessing of God, the blessing of prosperity, the blessing of increase, the blessing of abundance. May the Lord bless what you do. I decree by the word of the Lord that nothing will die in your hands. No business shall die in your hands. In the name of Jesus, the son of the living God, I decree the blessing of God will manifest in your life. In Jesus' name, shall the big amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Take your seat. Anybody here, you are here, you are not saved. You want to give your life to Jesus. Anybody here, anybody here like that, I want to pray for you. You are here, you are not saved. He said, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Anybody here like that? Anybody here? Everybody here is saved. Let's give God a clap offering. Let's give God a clap offering. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.lfmic.org today for more information about the ministry of Dr. Dominic Alati. For more video and audio messages, find us on YouTube at Conquest TV and Dominic Alati Ministries and Living Faith Ministries International Church on Facebook for more information on our upcoming programs. Follow us on Living Faith Rima House Ghana on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Subscribe also to our YouTube channel for live service and many more. God bless you.